0: back to the last prepper standing podcast i have by far the most requested the most viewed the most listened to guest of all time frederick Reddy. how's it going brother
1: yeah what's up letty i have no idea why but much appreciated to your audience much appreciated
0: man i think it's because we just we, you know we go a little longer than the normal episode and where i think we're talking about the type of stuff that people are really interested in. And and that's trying to get that knowledge base of what's going on and, and what they should do. And that's definitely the topic for the show today. We're talking about, you know, the state of prepping and what people should be doing right now. And, you know, I think I'm probably going to let you kind of quarterback most of this because just from our few conversations, I think you're so point on, so on point with what's going on right now that it, you know, it even woke me up a little bit about, what I need to get focused on. So where, where would you say we are in the state of prepping and what do people need to be focused on?
1: Brother, there's so much going on and we're being bombarded from every single angle. Um, You know, what's on my mind right now, just because I listened to it right before, um, you know, this call. I mean, a client, a customer of a exchange A broker exchange, like a metals exchange broker, got a client who just bought $50 million in gold and silver, mostly silver. I mean, they couldn't even fulfill the order. They had to get future orders because they didn't have the premium silver and the premium gold that this client wanted, meaning in America, premium is eagles that's it nothing else when it comes to silver the size eagles you can have rounds you can have bars but what the elite do and what the elite wants is the premium and there's a re- main reason for that is because if you leave the country and if you have to pay taxes on that income you pay it on face value not silver value and it's one of the reasons why all my silver are eagles i do not have any junk silver I do not have any bars, besides a, you know, I might have like say fifty ounces, you know, just because of whatever, you know what I mean. So I have like say fifty ounces of junk, some bars. I have zero rounds at all, um, and I had an opportunity to get rounds recently, but I, and we're talking a five dollar premium. I paid extra for the liberties. He he was like, hey man, what go with these rounds? I got rounds here. I was like, "Nah." He's like, "Look, I'll save you five dollars. Silver is silver." I was like, "Nah, I'll take the eagles." <laughs> so, and I'm that, glad I did. That's very because,
0: interesting. I didn't. I can't picture a scenario where it's so bad I'm fleeing the country that I'm going to be subject to taxes. But well, also, that's one reason.
1: If it's just also, keep that if, in if mind. Just, that's just one reason. There could be. You can easily fraud. You can easily create a fraud of silver especially oh if- oh believe me i know i have some uh fake silver that a co-worker
0: bought um on the site facebook go. deal and i got i got a bunch of fake rounds here and i only plan to use those in a really really bad situation where i'm dealing <laughs> well i'm dealing with a bad group you know? right
1: right right <laughs> I, I, so I'm you don't care what happens to them
0: yeah i'm not going to intentionally defraud a some good people, but I have it ready to defraud some bad people.
1: If uh, now shit hits, in it, good it, times, it doesn't matter. The the silver, like a silver, you know, like you know your your exchanges, they have a device that could tell immediately. But that's when the power's out. That's when everything's going good. Yeah, you know right. I mean? So that I didn't, I didn't even think
0: about the paying the taxes part because I only have the bullion, and the and the reason I have it that way is because I don't want to explain to some moron that hey, this isn't only worth fifty cents. This is actually worth
1: about $40.
0: I don't don't think I have any – I maybe have two um, Kennedys. That's like it, that that are any sort of like actual currency, and that's just because I didn't want the headache. I feel like if I had a bar of silver, I'd be able to explain to somebody better the actual metal value. I
1: I would suggest, and this is what I'm going to suggest to your listeners, forget all that, turn it in, get get Eagles, Um, because – I assume if I do everything right, I'm not dealing with riffraff, not when it comes to silver. I might be taking theirs, but I'm not giving them mine. So those people I won't even ever have to deal with. I'm more concerned with when the great reset happens and um, dollars are nothing anymore because as we know, right now Russia and China are getting together to make a new world currency. Um, one well, of the not just reasons- Russia
0: and China, Russia, China, India, and well, uh, that's the
1: BRICS nations. Right. But when it's all said and done with, it's really just going to be Russia and China, and they 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 kind of fall follow, follow along, kind of similar to like U.S. dollar is basically just the United States, and you know all the rest of the free world. So quote unquote, they follow along. So what I mean by that is, and one of the reasons your audience should understand this, the reason why that is going to happen is because people have to understand who actually really are creating wars now. You know, you know, you don't see Russia and China truly creating wars. If you understand how Ukraine happened, you could even say that in that case as well. So and the only reason we're able to create these wars is because we're able to we have so much free money. We just we just manufacture money. Well, if you take away our ability to manufacture money, you also take away our ability to continue with wars. And so it's it's more than just the idea of like we just want to be on top or anything like that. It's just they're tired of us dominating the world. And, and personally, I'm tired of us creating these wars too. I mean, I'm done with it. I mean, I, I'm over it. So either way, I, I think okay. I, I think you might be. Oh, I think just if you look at history, right? Um,
0: I don't think that the money is really necessary for them to manufacture wars. I think you know if if they drive this country into such poverty, and the only way for young adults and and maybe even you know people who are a little bit older to actually get some food is to join the army you know that you got to think about like that that's a lot a lot of countries whole entire militaries are based on that but they're only joining for sustenance they're not really joined from a, a patriotic duty so i feel like they're going to be able to get people to to fall in line and follow orders regardless of whether they have money or not
1: See, and 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 this is why I'm glad we're having this discussion, and this is why I call it the great the prepper reset, because preppers have to reset their mindset. You're talking about a world when we actually manufacture stuff. We manufacture very little now, and so to create, to have the the things that we would need to actually have a war, we have to purchase from other countries. And so if we don't have the buying power anymore, then what you just said is won't won't be true. Now, prior to like World War II, where we literally manufactured almost everything for the whole world, that's why we were strong like that. And now, guess who does that? That's China. Right. So you even think, I don't even think we would China. have
0: the I don't think we'd even have the labor force to ramp up production like that.
1: Well that and and I, could I told you imagine
0: these? I, I watched a, I watched this video about it was like Comic-Con and Con and all this other stuff um that all these young people were going to and I'm t- I'm saying like young people like 18 to maybe like early 30s right and I was thinking about man all these people could you imagine if like all of a sudden we were in this wartime era these comic book nerds, these shoe nerds, all these people aren't going to go work at some machine shop to manufacture ammunition and make tanks and planes and all that stuff. It's never going to happen. We don't have the populace who would even care. enough.
1: Well, I don't know if that's the case or not, to be honest with you. Um, I would rather, you know, I can make an argument kind of for what you're saying, but I would make it way, way differently. I, I, think, I think too many people will die off in the next few years. So you wouldn't even have the pool. If you listen to um, Southern Prepper 1, which I listen to him every day because he does this series called Boots on the Ground. I recommend everybody listen to that. And there's one theme that you will hear over and over almost every single – he does these – they're at least, I would say, 15 minutes to 20 minutes long. And the one theme he always talks about is they have no employees, so they close early there's no, they they had to do this, they had to close down, no employees. And he keeps on saying it, but he can't connect why there's no employees. See, none of these, let's say, so-called YouTube preppers out there, want to admit the number one man-made disaster in world history. They don't wanna talk about it. They're too scared, they don't wanna lose their revenue stream, I'm not going to poo poo Southern Prepper One. I like that guy a lot, but he still doesn't even have the courage to actually really address the real problem. Yo, I mean,
0: all right, you're back. So, guys, there's a little, this isn't a gimmick, this isn't something funny. Right when Frederick Reddy said that this is the number one problem, the whole call dropped. There was no reason for that to happen, but it did. Um, Man, I'm telling you. I've been under attack this whole week on socials and on trying to get podcasts done and trying to get stuff done. That just gives me that much more discernment and a good feeling about the information we're getting out there. So the recording did store, but I wanted to include this in there just so people could understand this information. And and this is really no gimmick. uh, Frederick, you could testify to that. This really just happened. But I think part of part and parcel is because this information we're trying to get out is being monitored. It's, it's being listened to, and they're trying to stop it. So, so just dig right in.
1: Yeah. It's um, it, it has me so frustrated that I just literally cleared out my, my um, proper reset uh, Instagram account. I mean, I'm a small guy. I'm, I'm nobody, you know, at all, you know, when it comes to um, any kind of influence. But man, I am under some kind of attack, like you just wouldn't believe. And it just, like I said, like you just said, it validates the content. Like I'm not just putting up a meme. I'm not. I don't just do stuff like that. I explain things in pretty well detailed, and I do it in a way um, using maybe music or sound effects, or I do it in a way where it comes across and people get the, you know, get the concept. And this is one of the reasons why I believe you, these so-called YouTube preppers won't touch this. Issue of the poison They just will not touch it And um, I don't know if they Had a heads up Or you know I don't know exactly those, those what's bigger going on channels, those
0: bigger channels, and you go back and listen to some of them. And me and you, one of our one of my most popular podcasts so far is the prepping profiteers, because that's exactly what they are. Beware the prepping profiteers. And if you dig deep into their videos and you really listen to them and you follow them on the regular, they have account managers once you get that big. They have direct mm-hmm. account managers who manage those pages that they have direct lines of contact to versus some AI bot that goes into the queue and they'll get to you when they get to you so mm. I, I, you know and i know a couple of them have actually gone to meetings um hosted by youtube on on how to like get their content out further what they're looking to do how they want them to curate their channels a certain way so so i know for a fact that yeah they probably did have a heads up and you know you said something that i don't think you should um I don't think you said it in a denigrating way, but it, but it's important to realize this. Um, it's not the amount of people you reach; it's the people you reach.
1: Does that make sense? It, you know what? And it's something you said early on about um, equally yoked. You mm-hmm. said that early on in the pandemic, and what I've decided to do. So you were in my ear, right in my head. Um, I had a few other people in my head, and. I, I decided just really, at the end of the day, the two accounts that I have, that I know are shadow banned without a doubt, Prepper um, Agenda and Prepper Reset. I'm just going to use those almost like, I mean, really billboards. It's just, I'm going to do what they want me to do. I'm just going to post one picture and then I'm going to put one link and maybe some hashtags and that's it there's you will never be able to really understand what i want to get across unless you come to my other platforms where i can actually openly and honestly talk about stuff so i'm just not going to put i'm not going to waste my time putting my words on a on, on a platform that one i believe should go to hell everybody who's running it i hope they all go to hell and i literally mean that because i think they have contributed to um these people, these useless idiots, these fools, these people to take poison. You know, I, I hate to say it that way, but you were fooled if you took poison. You were absolutely fooled. So and you need not, to not only that. Hold on, let, let me just say this. Okay. You need to repent and you need to detox. Those are the two things you can do to clear yourself. Don't just say to yourself, "I'm so, oh, man, why did I do that? Man, I shouldn't have done that. I'm never going to take another one. That's not good enough. You literally have to change your food, your food, your lifestyle, your everything. You have to detox and you have to repent. And then you can be clear of this nonsense. If you don't do that, you're going to continue. And you said it best the other day, Lenny. These people have lost their soul and they don't even realize it. They really don't. And I hate to keep on going down this road, but people have to understand this is much bigger than just taking poison. I mean, this is, this is going to go down as the number one man-made disaster in world history. And until people can literally wrap their head around that and understand what that means, they can never be truly prepared. They can't even get to the point to really start prepping. And so that's one of the reasons why I can't stand these so-called YouTube preppers because they want them to do this and do that. And meanwhile, the number one thing they should have been doing was taking care of their body, like you always say. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's part of your whole thing, is, is being healthy and taking care of your body. What does it matter how many preps you buy if you're dead? You know? It and matters, it, it matters let no. me transition. <laughs> let me transition in something. For preppers out there that really are had a, a next level. I'm not talking about. Man, I'm just trying to get together for a hurricane or, you know, I'm just trying to have things ready just in case I lose my job. I'm talking about if you're on a high level, very high level, you would go around like I'm doing. I have a set of business cards. I see people all day long that are very unhealthy, but they have a vehicle that I like. I go up to them. and I say, sir, if you ever think about selling this vehicle, here's my card. You know why? Cause I know that person has gotten the poison. And I know that person is going to tell their significant other. And when that happens, they're going to need money. And they're going to call me and I'm going to get the car I want. And I'm going to get it for a fraction. And when I say fraction, I'm talking 10% of the actual cost. Because by time they're ready to do all this, we're probably going to be in a, a great depression or we'll be going through the great reset. So again, preppers... Think fully in advance. You, can't, you have to think everything out. What's going to happen here? What's going to happen here? What are you going to do in five years? What are you going to do next year? You really have to think everything through. And if you see some land that you want, do the same thing. Find out who owns it. Contact them. Give them your information. Don't even try to act like you want it now because you don't want it now. You want it when you can get it for pennies on the dollar. And that's what I'm doing. I'm doing that now, Lenny.
0: That's such such a smart move, and it's it's already happening. Just from my line of work, I'm seeing people who are so incredibly um, taken back by the inflation and the high gas prices that on paper, they're going tens of thousands of dollars more into debt. To save themselves hundreds of dollars a month, which makes no sense to me, but it's it's because of their budgets and the way things are, they have to do that. They don't mind on paper being 10, 20,000, and a case I saw today, $30,000 more into debt just to save themselves a couple hundred bucks a month. So people are going to be in desperate times at some point, and there's not going to be businesses and there's not going to be people who want to step up and and help them. It's going to be from wh- wh- kind of sort of like an angel investor or um, somebody who's in a position to kind of reap the downturn. And, that, and that's a huge thing that people don't understand. You know, some of the biggest millionaires and billionaires and stuff are made during recession times because you buy you buy low and you sell high.
1: Absolutely. And it's hard. I mean, I understand. Look, 70 percent of Americans and 70 percent of your listeners don't even have a thousand dollars in the bank. All right. And 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 you can go up to 85 percent and they only got 5000. I mean, by the time you get to somebody who has 10,000, you're talking about only 12 percent of listeners or something like that. So, look, I get it. But what I'm doing and what I would hope other people are doing is one silver. You know, it's at it's very low right now, so you can get some silver. And
0: silver oh, is so incredibly low that, like, I would encourage people to look at how how the high of silver was during the financial crisis, because we're seeing things economically that are not even as bad as the Great Recession in two thousand and eight, and silver isn't even matching that high. Like, no, 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 no. Be- we're
1: we're gonna go through something. I you ha- I wish you you that link I sent you. Watch that link. We're I gonna go for something. It. The whole thing? Did you did you watch? You, you listen to the whole thing? I watched the last ten minutes. You said watch the last five. Well, I said we're, we're, Yeah, watch the first five. But either way, right?
0: Oh, that was last five. I read it real quick. No, no, no,
1: no. It was the first five. But either way, um, and he described it as something that even fiction writers won't have not ever put into context how bad it's going to get. And I'm one hundred percent there. I, there's no way I can tell or describe to your listeners how bad things are going to get. I mean, there's going to be bank runs. There's going so, to be bank holidays. Well, that's already it's,
0: happening in China right now is is part of what I don't think people realize is going on. Have you seen that where they're rolling around the tanks and they froze the banks in China?
1: I have. But to be honest with you, I don't now believe whatever comes out of China right, anymore. Because they pump things with the no, yeah, we saw so many fake videos. So, But
0: what happened? So, so so, that's how I thought about it at first, too. So I was like, okay, damn, they pump fake this with the coronavirus, all those fake ass videos of people falling out in the streets because you never saw that here, right? So why would they be trying to – I think they're trying to do the exact same thing and pump fake us into having some bank runs, which would really disrupt our economy. So they pump faked us into a a, a, a pandemic, right? And now the next thing they're going to do is pump fake us into to us as a citizenry, collapsing our own economy out of fear. Nope, you there? This is amazing. The amount of last thing you heard me say.
1: I don't. I'd I be honest, man, I just can't even remember, brother.
0: So I was talking about China pump fakiness.
1: us. Right, the bank runs. Right, okay. right. And I personally just don't believe that because we're just in too much debt. The world, he goes over, um, you know, the world, just the world in general. I think he said uh, $350 trillion in debt. That's why they called the Great Reset. The Reset is really, really all about money uh, to your audience, it's not about anything else. It's, it's just everything else is the distraction to, to, to have you focus on wars and, and pestilence and famines and droughts. And meanwhile, this is 100% all about the banking industry. So if you think you have a pension or you retire and you think you're going to get your pension, I, I wouldn't count on it. If you think um, that money in your account is safe, you are not a um, you're not a depositor. You are a lender. Your money is being used so they can go out and buy property and buy other things. If that bank defaults, you're not getting your money back. <laughs> okay, yeah, so you're you're only insured up to a hundred thousand. No, no, no. Forget about that. There, there's no insurance. Okay, that's a, another con. Like it's that like is, you know, I got a right, bridge to right. sell you. Okay? Everybody, if you believe all the things that's coming out of the government and all the things they have promised and said, like, you know, vaccines work and stuff like that, well then you are what I call a sucker and you deserve every single thing that happens to you. I'm sorry. You have no discernment, you have no God protection from God. You believe in fairy tales. So, there is no protection. You put your money in the bank, Whatever happens to it, happens to it. Okay, don't – who are you going to cry to? Right. You know? it's, the, it's
0: the great American dream because you got to be dreaming to believe it, right?
1: Well, I mean, it, 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 we are at that position today, and that's why I call it a prep reset. You have to reset your mind, reset your thinking, and understand what the position is now. And unfortunately, I believe they probably turned to – Took down the georgia guidestones they don't want you to understand the mission they, they they're trying to rewrite history and change history here their mission has always been you know population control eugenics i mean this has always been their mission so as even preppers-
0: recently at, at the um world economic forum i don't know if you saw the video i posted but it was, it was reposting a video from there where she talked about she wants to bring the population back to where it was 500 years ago. And it's the only way to save the Earth.
1: Yeah, that's Jane Goodall. That video is so old, it's unbelievable. This is the kind of stuff, I'm telling you, brother, I, I've been, I, I live in this world, okay? This is the only thing, at the end of the day, there's very few things that I'm still curious about. And one of those things is obviously always timing. You know, because you want to try to time this correctly, because um, you, you already know what's going to happen. Is this when is it going to happen? And then, like, um, you know, what, what my plans are to survive it, because we're preppers. So you have to think out all scenarios. So let's just continue on. I, look, we can bore your audience with doom and gloom, but let's give them some – some ideas of what they can do that might be a little bit of out-of-the-box thinking when it comes to prepping. So this way, you know, hopefully we woke up a few, right? Okay, whoa, he's talking about bank, bankrupt- getting money out, talking about buying some silver and what's going on? Some, some multi-gazillionaire just bought $50 million in gold and silver? Whoa, okay, all right, all right. Maybe I should make a move. So hopefully we, we have like, you know, cr- uh, created some some thoughts, conversations that they'll have, you know, over at the kitchen table with their families. But when it comes to prepping, because I believe probably your audience and mine, that's truly what they're interested in. We have to now start thinking for the worst of times. I used to recommend three months. I moved it to six months. I moved it to one year. Now my minimum is two years. If you do not have two years of food and water, I don't think you're going to be prepared for what's coming. Per person. Per person. Right. Right. So for the whole family, every person in a family member, you know, that you have in your team, I just call it a team. uh, You know, and this is and actually I'm trying to get to this one story. Um, And this goes to, you know, team members and, you know, loved ones and, you know, maybe, you know, maybe a good friend and then maybe, uh, you know, a family member who might have a disability or something like that. So each person, two years of food. So does it mean you have to store two years of food? Maybe, depending on where you live at. Or does it mean that you have to have be able to make two years of food? So have a combination of both. So let me tell you this story. and I, It's just the first time I'm telling. I didn't even tell you, Lenny. Um, so I'll tell your audience for the first time that, My mother's godson, he's about 10 years younger than me, so we're not close. He came to me a few months ago. Well, last time I saw him was Christmas. Looked healthy, looked perfect, nothing, you know, didn't think anything of it. He came to me about two months ago and asked me to borrow my lawnmower. I don't let people borrow my stuff. (laughs) I'm like, no. But what I'll do is I'll cut your grass. So when do you want to cut? So I went up there and I cut, cut his grass and I seen him and he had to lose 50 pounds. I mean, he he was all face was you know, caved in and all that and immediately my mind goes to the poison. And I just left it at that and want to say anything because he he has I believe Asperger's. I know he has something. Um so he has he's high functional cuz he's actually a professor at a local community college. Um but he, you know, he has something. So I kind of just like, man, okay, I'll just pray for him. Hopefully everything will go good. Cut his grass. All of a sudden, next week, asked to do it again. Cut his grass. Then I saw the grass man, let's call him, you know, a lawn, a lawn service. I said, hey, can you give my friend here a uh, estimate? Now, he wasn't with me, but I just said his name. And he said, oh, I've always been doing his grass. He just wants me To do it every other week now. And I told him this, that, and the third. Bottom line is he's having money problems. He's not working this summer. The the, the community college is just not getting enough summer people interested in taking summer courses. So he's not working. His income is gone. He tried to apply for other places like other online colleges. Nothing. Now, I told him a long time ago, get some food, get some water. Laughed at me laughed Uh, so now here comes because now the truth is coming out right right so the third time i talked to him he he did make an arrangement with the long guy because i made an arrangement with the long guy (laughs) where if he if he he had a gate in the back he just needed to cut that gate the lock and then he could bring his stand-up motor mower in, and then he could cut that back grass every two weeks. He'd have to cut it once a week. But the hand one, you know, you would, ha- you would have to. Bottom line is, he came down the next time was like, can you take me to a food bank? I was like, to a food bank? Really? What's going on? Oh, I'm just, you know, they're not... You know, they're not giving me classes right now. It's only going to be to the fall. Things are going to bounce back. Um, You know, do you mind? I said, yeah, man, I don't mind, bro. And now I'll be honest. I've never went to a food bank. Don't know what food banks look like. And of course, he picked a food bank out of town. I imagine because he didn't want to see anybody there. Um, So now I'm driving a half an hour. (laughs) with $5 gas to take him to a food bag, an hour total. And um, we went there and, and it was a church and there was abundance. I was like, wow. And what I was going to do at first was just sit in the car and just when he was ready to come, you know, when he was done, leave. But what I decided was I'll mirror him. And so this way I could double his order. So I went in, whatever he got, I just grabbed. We did it. The first time I thought that would be that. Guess what? Next week. And now here we are again, third week in a row. And he's still, I try to talk to him about preparing and all this kind of stuff. He doesn't get it. Now, him not getting it is okay because I know he has um, a handicap. Okay. But he's my mother's godson. My mother is still alive. My mother had an obligation to make sure he was okay. Not me. Right. My mother. But guess what? I'm the caregiver of my mother. See, so people got to understand how things can things that you don't even expect could come into your world as a prepper and throw a monkey rich your way. So now because I care for my mother and I have to do her wishes, not my wishes, but I have to do what she would want me to do because she's alive. OK, So, And what she would be doing is doing anything she could for her godson, anything, even at her own expense. So then last time, this time, it was the second time it wasn't abundance anymore, because I guess it's based on what they get in from, you know, donating different um, uh, marketplaces and grocery stores. So because it wasn't abundance, I talked with my mom. And I decided to pull, go down and just look for almost everything that's either expired or expiring. And I wouldn't throw that stuff away. I would still eat it because we know canned food.
0: Welcome back to The Last Prepper Standing Podcast. Today's the first episode of the new format I'm rolling out. It's going to be three episodes a week. What I want to do is I want to do a Sit Rep Sunday. So today is July 31st, 2022, where I kind of talk about where I'm at in my prepping journey, what I have going on in my world. Um, That's going to be on every Sunday. On Wednesdays, I'm gonna drop an episode where I interview somebody from the prepping community. And then on Saturdays, I'm gonna drop an episode where we talk about tips, tricks, and kind of some how-tos in terms of what you should be doing as a prepper. So they'll be listed as such. I posted this on my social medias and I encourage you guys to follow me there. We have The Last Prepper Standing, American Prepper Group, and The Prepper Syndicate. The Prepping Syndicate, what I try to do with that page is I try to really put out other people's content and reshare it so that we could grow this community as a whole. I think one of the most important things we could do as preppers is grow the community because the more people that prep, it's less people that we have to worry about. So this get right into it sit rep sunday july 31st 2022 of course my main focus right now is kind of revamping the way that i'm bringing out my prepping content my goal is to do at least one youtube video a week where i discuss anything from politics to prepping uh, that's completely unrelated to what's going on in the podcast and then Obviously, like the new format I just laid out, I want to really rededicate myself to prepping. I've been a little off track lately. Part of what I've been off track with is my fitness, too. So going into um, this new month, I'm really dialing in on my fitness. Going to set some aggressive goals for myself so I can really get into better shape to be ready for what's to come. I feel like we're obviously inching closer to closer to some things um, that we've never, ever seen before. The talk against Russia is ramping up Uh, Nancy Pelosi kind of put herself in a little bit of situation where I think if she doesn't go to Taiwan now it makes us look really, really weak. So that's going to ramp up stuff with China. Um, you got the news media talking about Putin's the biggest threat, and that hasn't gone away. You have a little bit of alliance between Putin and uh, Russia going on. So the threats and the and the weirdness continues. Uh, we got Joe Biden, triple vax Biden, who's uh, testing positive once again in what they're calling the rare rebound case, whatever the hell that is. But yeah, it's just getting stranger and stranger. We're seeing that um, they're continuing with the viral scare. Kind of reminds me of like the terrorist scares of the the early 2000s where, oh, we stopped this terrorist. We stopped that terrorist. Now it's like, oh, we discovered this virus. We discovered that virus. And it just continues on and on for what feels like uh, forever. But I think definitely one of the funniest stories that's come out of this week and that I have experienced. I had a pretty good conversation with my brother about the stuff he's experiencing. Maybe you've experienced it yourself, but it's kind of the um, un- the lawlessness that's going on. People stealing food, people stealing items. It's just it's getting worse and worse out there. And of course, you know the the prepper favorite or not favorite. But the spam, man, they're locking up spam. Crime and inflation is so rampant now that New York City stores are locking up canned meat. I think that's hilarious. Um, I know that prepping community is very um, divided when it comes to whether you should be... uh, Prepping spam or not, and who likes it and who doesn't like it. So that that's always funny, uh, funny to me. To or it's always funny to me the the spam debate. But then you know you're in this world of prepping, and you have New York City locking down spam. Like literally, it's just. It couldn't get any weirder and stranger that, you know, we're at this point in the collapse of our country where we're locking up spam. So I'm just trying to stay focused on what I could do to get myself better prepared. I had a little bit of a setback at my job, so I'm kind of in the process, or not kind of in the process, I'm in the process of getting re-signed up with Uber as a way to be ready to um, kind of re revamp my income or not, I I don't know what the word is to, to not lose as much to just rebuild what I was already making. Uh, it's not really to make any extra income. It's just not to have a loss of income. So it's, I don't know if it's replacing an income or, or maintain my current income. It's, it's, I'm not sure exactly what to call it, but I'm going to be doing that. So I'll be talking about my experiences. Uh, I'm sure doing Uber, I'm not going to be doing it. Um, full-time by any means. It's just going to be a little bit here and there. I'm going to try to pick some, you know, I want to be the guy to take some people to the bars, not the person who picks them up from the bars. I might delve into the Uber Eats during peak times um, when I'm not working. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, I have the benefit of being in Texas, so gas is a little bit cheaper. I'm in a little bit more rural area, too, so I may or may not have a lot of opportunities just because the area is small. So I'm going to play it by ear. I'm going to see how that goes. Um, But that's kind of what's on my prepping radar. That's my current sit rep. Uh, I've been really focused on trying to hang out with the kids lately, too. My oldest is going into his senior year. They're starting school back on the 11th, so we got my middle kid who's starting his high school career my oldest kid who's ending his high school career and then my youngest who's going to be in his final year of junior high. So it's a lot of time, um, a lot of interesting times and a lot of moving parts in our family dynamic right now with everybody just progressing through those stages that they are all while at the same time trying to be a good prepper and be diligent and keep stacking this food to the rafters, dealing with a little bit of a setback from my job. But, you know, that's how it goes. Those are the things that I'm sure we're all facing and have to deal with It's just part of life. But that's my current sit rep for you guys. I, you know I love to keep these uh, episodes short and sweet and to the point. So I hope you guys um, continue to tune in. Uh, I want to hear some feedback from you. The best way to give me some feedback... It's going to be on the Instagram, Last Prepper Standing. I'm very interactive on there. Um, Some people I've been working with, too. uh, We're getting a little bit closer to identifying some property in East Texas that we want to start up as a little bit of a co-op, as a bug out location. So if you're interested in something like that as well, I encourage you to do that. We're going to just continue to keep prepping just keep on prepping have that NOAA mentality um, and bring that everywhere with us and stay focused on mission 2024 if you're not familiar with that I got an episode about it um, in the in the pre- previous episodes of the podcast plus I talk a lot about it on Instagram so that's the current format that's what I'm getting refocused on refocusing on my fitness refocusing on giving you guys some great information the first guest we're gonna have out the gate is mother prepper you can find her on Instagram as well she's actually on all the socials she She does an amazing job. I'm pretty sure she's like a prepping TikTok star. So I look forward to getting a chance to interview her uh, very soon. It'll be the first episode that has a prepping guest coming out on Wednesday. And then I believe what I'm going to talk about on Saturday, don't hold me to it, is going to be items that you should be carrying with you every single day. And I'm going to try to do some items you haven't really thought about or maybe are not talked about enough. So thank you guys for tuning in. Sit Rep Sunday, stay prepared, reach out to me. The stay focused guys is attack um, August with a whole new mindset. It doesn't matter how your July was, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent. We can always push to do a little bit more. So the stay focused and just keep these prepping goals in mind as we go into August. Thank you guys.